Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Fan Early Morning Show. I'm Austin Bechtold with you. Happy Tuesday to you, July 25th, as we are officially one week away from the Major League Baseball trading deadline. Now, depending on how you look at it, August 1st can't come soon enough. The Pittsburgh Pirates are struggling. Bucks did win yesterday, 8-4 to in San Diego, but 12 games under 500. Throughout his tenure with the club, before facing the Padres to start a three-game series on Monday, manager Derek Shelton is 185 and 298. In comparison to when people didn't think it could get any worse, John Russell from 2008 to 2010 was 186 and 299. Yeah, it's bad. A key talking point regarding a team continuously falling down the standings this isn't necessarily who comes, but who goes. On Monday, MLB Network insider John Heyman reported that the Pirates will listen to offers surrounding two-time All-Star closer David Bednar. Now, nearly six hours later, Heyman stated the same rumor about the Pirates' other All-Star to earn a trip with Bednar to Seattle, Mitch Keller. Now, Bednar, a Pittsburgh native and Mars High School graduate, he's been one of the best closers in baseball the past two seasons and one of the best pitchers in the entire Pirates organization since being acquired in the Joe Musgrove trade three years ago. Keller turned from one of the worst to one of the best starters in baseball in just a calendar year. Heyman closed his tweets on Twitter, or X, whatever you'd like to refer to as now, regarding Keller and Bednar by saying that it, quote, would seem like a pretty low probability to happen in either case, but in this seller's market, it makes sense to listen. I'm okay with them listening just for the fact that you need to do your due diligence. You need to be able to just explore the market, see what's out there. And, I mean, it's just the economics of baseball. It's just the truth of sports, of just being able to see if someone decides to blow you away, you have to listen. It's when, in a similar way, not in the same light, it's a lot of different circumstances, but when Tampa Bay traded Chris Archer to the Pirates. Now, Chris Archer was likely going to get traded from the Rays, but the package that the Pirates gave up at the time, especially, of Tyler Glasnow, Austin Meadows, and Shane Baz, as Baz the player to be named later, what it looked like at the time, but the potential that Meadows had and before being traded from the Rays to Detroit, and Tyler Glasnow, the injuries that he suffered 
But still, when he's on the mound, is a number one quality starting pitcher for Tampa Bay. And Shane Baz is also battered, battled injuries. If a team blows you away, you have to seriously and strongly consider it. But it wouldn't make sense for the Pirates to leak this type of news, especially as the free fall continues. But rather, probable that a team or two that contacted the Bucs about the star pitchers just wanted to gauge the media market to see what could stick. Keller's 27. He's arbitration eligible for the next two seasons before becoming a free agent after the 2025 campaign. After his first complete game shut after his first complete game on May 8th against the Rockies, Keller told 93.7 the fan right around this time slot on the morning show there have been discussions surrounding a long-term contract. Few other reports since have been consistent with Keller's original comments. And a significant extension for the former second-round pick seems like a solid possibility and that Keller wants to be here and wants to get a deal done. Keller pitched fantastic in April. A 290 ERA in 31 innings, spanning five starts. He posted an ERA of three in six May appearances. Now his ERA has climbed every month, and it's sunk just into a negative direction. A likely correlation, too, with how the Pirates have played over ten ga- over the last numerous amount of games, and now 12 games under 500. Keller's June was still good at 3.56 as his ERA, but his May, but his July has been an absolute disaster after a solid May and an unbelievable April. His 3.25 ERA after May 31st has ballooned over 4, 4.01 overall, thanks to a 7.04 mark in four July outings. Keller allowed five runs, four earned, five innings on the road against the Dodgers, was fantastic against the Arizona Diamondbacks, and Seven innings, one hit action before the All-Star break. He did allow one solo home run in the All-Star game as well, and one innings pitched. But he also has allowed 14 runs in his last 11 outings. The Cleveland Guardians lit up Keller for eight runs on July 18th. They're not that good. That division is horrible. Cleveland was below 500 coming into that series. Ended it at 500. The Angels scratched together six in five innings against the All-Star. In 21 starts, Keller owns a 120 whip, 137 strikeouts, and 128 innings. Now, Bednar is the Pirates' best pitcher by a mile. The results continue to indicate it. Yes, he doesn't start every five days. Yes, he can't throw in bulk five innings like Mitch Keller can, six innings, seven innings. His 19 saves are also an indication of the Pirates' failure to get him the ball enough with the lead in the ninth inning. And you might ask, why do the Pirates need a closer with the capabilities of David Bednar? If they can't get him the dang ball when it matters most in the ninth inning, even early on in the eighth inning to potentially get a five out for a four out save. Bednar totaled eight saves in April, eight total saves in April, high number. A lot of those during the 20 and eight mark for earning only one in May and six in June. In three seasons with the Pirates, Bednar's numbers, I mean, they're just downright dominant. 208 ERA. 102 whip, 212 strikeouts compared to 51 walks and 168 in two-thirds innings. There was at one point this year where Kel, where Bednar had as many unintentional, had as many intentional walks as he had walks entirely on four pitches in terms of just straight balls, in terms of David Bednar working counts and just not being able to finish off a hitter. 
There was at one point he had one walk total through like two months. Trading Bednar and or Keller, it just doesn't make sense with the Pirates if they truly believe that their window opens in 2024. Bednar, I would get it more so than Keller, but he also has another year of control under his belt. But it would make probable sense that they should believe that the Pirates can contend in 2024. The Pirates internally should believe it, considering the likes of Henry Davis, Nick Gonzalez, Andy Rodriguez, Quinn Priester, and others are in Pittsburgh. Now, last night in the game, there were a numerous amount of firsts. Quinn Priester, the Pirates' number four overall prospect, he allowed seven runs in his major league debut a week ago to the Guardians at home. Priester gave up four runs in five and a third innings against San Diego's star-studded lineup. Two home runs against Hassan Kim. One of those runs, when Priester came out of the game, he strand- he left the runner at first base. That runner came around to score. He's only 22, and he was not one of the only guys that recorded a first for the Buccos in terms of the rookies. Loyova Paguero crushed the ball in the top of the fourth inning with two outs off of you Darvish. A two-run home run. 91 miles an hour off the bat, just over the left field wall at the beautiful Petco Park in San Diego to be able to help the Pirates continue to pad their league and make it 5-1 to one against Darvish. And the lead continued to rapidly grow from 3-1 to one to 5-1. to one. Also, Andy Rodriguez. He threw out his first base runner of his major league career, 82 miles an hour to second base to get Hassan Kim at the bag. Rodriguez is the number three prospect overall for the Pirates. Pop time of 1.81 seconds on the throw. And just for comparison, JT Romuto is right at that time as well with the Phillies. Considered one of the best, if not the best catchers in all of baseball at 1.81. Quinn Priester said, it's a blast. It really is. It's awesome to see. You can't help but get so excited. I'm in the dugout really trying to stay composed and stay focused, do my job at hand. But when Peggy hits a home run, Santana hits his second. Santana had two Two-run home runs on the night. It's electric stuff to be a part of. It's stuff that I've been seeing personally for the last few years. Guys just doing what they do. Now, back to Quinn Priester and David Bednar. One concerning aspect is the number of runs allowed later on in the season piled on to Keller's right arm, but also overall for David Bednar. Closers don't grow on trees, but are easier to replace than other positions on the diamond or in the bullpen. But Bednar is just a fascinating case. How much did his connection to Pitt, his connection to Pittsburgh factor in? Well, from an emotional standpoint, obviously a lot. But from a baseball perspective, the right move needs to be made regardless. But regardless of what it is, you have to get it right. Would Bednar sign a team-friendly deal to stay in Pittsburgh? You don't have to worry about that until 2026, when he's a free agent after that season. But I think it's likely that if Bednar is still a quality pitcher, if he is still somebody who can be your closer even though the shelf life of closers is pretty minimal. Will it get to the point where the Pirates, if they're winning, a deal will become a more realistic possibility? Any hope for the future depends on a group of 22 to 24-year-olds that were double A a year ago. And those 22 to 24-year-olds, yes, those were the ones that helped the Pirates, alongside Carlos Santana, who doesn't really want to be dealt. He said when the Pirates debuted their City Connect uniforms, he hit the mammoth walk-off home run, the win it, the big-time dance before home plate, that he did not want to go, that he does not want to go anywhere. But if this group is to take a significant step forward in the back half of 2023, similar to what we saw last night, the Pirates are 4-0 against the San Diego Padres, which is hard to see. After sweeping them at PNC Park earlier this season, 
and winning the first of a three-game series in San Diego last night, 8-4 to the win. Things will have to change on the North Shore if these guys are going to stay. And if the Pirates and Ben Charrington truly believe that the team can compete in 2024, Keller and Bednar aren't going to go anywhere. And it's a major difference between listening and fielding offers for valuable players. It just doesn't seem likely that either of the two will go, partly because an extension with Keller seems more so likely to happen than a trade. But Carlos Santana, Rich Hill, G-Man Choi, hell, maybe Austin Hedges, and others will depart on the first day of August during the trade deadline. If you can get anything but, what can you get for Austin Hedges? Cash considerations? International bonus money? That's always a fun deal. But the top two arms on the Bucks are only on the move if the front office is blown away. And that's the only thing that you can do. If you get a Chris Archer type package that you gave away, if you get that back in return for someone like Mitch Keller, who can be at the top of your rotation next year with Paul Skeens, that's why it doesn't make much sense, at least to me, to trade him away. If you truly think that Nick Gonzalez is your second baseman of the future, that Leova Paguero can be a solid infielder until O'Neill Cruz can come back, and then once O'Neill Cruz is the shortstop again, you can move him around the diamond, give a blow to Gonzalez and Cruz, maybe put Cruz a day at designated hitter and have Paguero play it short, have him move around the diamond a little bit, maybe a little bit at third, have Paguero maybe even try him out in the outfield for a couple of innings, have the Pirates move G1 Bay off a second and short and played him out in center field as G1 Bay has been nursing an injury throughout the rest of the year. If you truly believe that Jared Triolo can maybe play first as he has been very solid at third base with Cabrian Hayes out injured and rumors that he's not very happy in Pittsburgh. If you think Henry Davis can be maybe a solid catcher for you, the Pirates surely don't believe that he can be a catcher defensively at the current moment. But if he could be a right fielder that consistently hits with Andy Rodriguez behind the plate, you still need somebody to play at first base, and Andy Rodriguez has some experience there as well. And maybe even could teach Henry Davis to play first base. It's good to see Rodriguez being able to throw out runners, especially Hassam Kim, somebody who's one of the fastest guys in the entire National League West, let alone the San Diego Padres organization. Then you got to feel a little bit hopeful. If Quinn Priester, who... Could not have had much of a worse start after his major league debut against the Guardians, allowing seven runs and what ended up being a disastrous sixth inning. Priester looked better. He looked solid. He ran into trouble more so later on in the game. He looked great. First inning, second inning, third inning, fourth inning. Priester looked like the type of guy that, yes, he does not throw 92-93, but the movement that he had, the ability to work counts. The ability to get a couple strikeouts. I think he had four on the day. And just continuously work against a lineup with Hassan Kim, who really got the best of them, with two hits and three at-bats, including a walk, three RBIs, and a home run. Fernando Tatis went 0 for 4. Juan Soto went 0 for 3 with a walk. Manny Machado went 1 for 4 on the day. Xander Bogarts went 1 for 3. These are big-time major league hitters. Jake Cronenworth went over for the run scored. I mean, this is a fantastic San Diego Padres lineup that has just not been able to put it together. And the Pirates with Rich Hill will take the mound tonight opposite another big-time starting pitcher, Blake Snell. 
But the Pirates got to you, Darvish. Four and a third innings, seven earned runs, three walks. You, Darvish, allowed four home runs. Eight hits overall. His ERA is at 480. You, Darvish, at 480. It doesn't sound right with how great of a pitcher you, Darvish, typically is. But two home runs for Carlos Santana. Jack Sawinski homered to tie the game at the top of the third. He hit his 21st of the season, 380 feet. If you truly believe in these guys, if you believe in Jack Sawinski, the reason that you gave Key Brian Hayes a long-term contract, the reason that you gave Brian Reynolds a $100 million deal to sign him throughout the decade, to sign Key Brian Hayes throughout the decade, the reason that you're talking about a deal for Mitch Keller, maybe O'Neill Cruz will even be factored in later on at this point. And if they play well, Henry Davis, Andy Rodriguez, it's way too early right now for those guys. But why not start to consider it if they continue to play well and get them locked up like they did Brian Reynolds and Brian Hayes? But if not, for Carlos Santana, Rich Hill, G-Man Choi, Austin Hedges being traded, prepare for Keller to guide the rotation and Bednar to be back in the back end of the bullpen for another offseason, spring training, and 2024 opening day roster still to come. Ben Charrington would have to be blown away to make a deal. And he would get run out of town, frankly, if he made one of the two deals because it would signal one significant thing. The rebuild was for naught. The Pirates have shown their hand. And they do not believe, if they make one of these trades, that they internally believe in themselves. That they internally believe, they they think they can compete in 2024. That they can compete in 2025 as both of these guys are signed under contract. Or at least are under team control. If the trade is made, if any of the trades are made, which, as John Hammond said, seems very unlikely, it would tip the hand that the Pirates don't think that they're as good as maybe they've projected, or maybe we think they are, or we think that they should be. The Wake Up Show is presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. Coming up next on the Fan Early Morning Show, I saw something yesterday that really piqued my interest in sporting news from Mike DeCourcy who has been in Pittsburgh, was in Pittsburgh for a long time, big-time basketball writer. But he wrote about his Pittsburgh sports Mount Rushmore. Now I have some thoughts about it. I think generally, Mike got it right. We'll talk about it coming up next here. Fan Early Morning Show, 937 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law 
Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 